Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. He's John Martin. I'm Chris Mack. Producer Zach jumps in before we get you our best bets to play our new favorite game here on BetQLU. I feel like I should do a game show voice. Ladies and gentlemen, it's let's go or hell no. Zach, what do you got for us? Chris, John, what's going on, guys? Happy to be here with you as always. And I was telling Chris right before we started, uh, just got back from this break, I love this segment on BetQL Daily, and I'm looking forward to bringing it here to BetQLU. But to start us off with let's go or hell no, we have Deion Sanders, a.k.a. Coach Prime, the new head coach of the Colorado Buffaloes. And it's interesting because their first two games right off the bat, we all want to see see them. Everyone knows that. So Colorado will open up at TCU and at home against Nebraska, both on Fox Big Noon kickoff to start off their season. So, guys, let's go or hell no, Colorado will beat their over-under win total of three and a half. Chris, I'll throw it over to you to start. Hell no. I want to believe that Coach Prime is going to give us something to watch beyond these first two weeks. I want to believe that – there's a way to make this system work, right? Where you roll into town, you kick all the old guys out, you bring all your guys in. I want to believe that it can work because then it's just a matter of time before Coach Prime gets hired somewhere in like the SEC, right? And does it again there. And look, I am all here for the entertainment value. Sorry to all those kids that had to leave Colorado and go to like the School of Mines or whatever it is. You'll find a scholarship somewhere. My apologies to you. But I am here for the entertainment value. Nonetheless, I think after we get beyond these first two games, we're not going to have much entertainment value. I just There's way too much transition, I'm sorry, for Colorado and for Coach Prime to win more than three games, especially when I look at the schedule. It is not an easy one because of those first two big games early. Uh, the schedule is stacked against Colorado. So Colorado beating their win total of three and a half? Hell no, John. Well, mark it down, man. History is about to be made. This is our first <laughs> disagreement on the show. And look, every marriage is going to have disagreement. You know, it's how you, it's how you <laughs> find your way out of that and how you navigate moving forward. Look, I would have said hell no. I, I think this opened at four and a half. And I would have said hell no to four and a half. But I think I have to say let's go to three and a half because the oh, number boy. is so damn low. I mean, uh-huh. I mean, what a dud it would be for Deion Sanders if he can't find a way to get to four wins. Like you mentioned it, I think the one thing that Colorado has going for it, well, there's a couple of things. One is he's got the number one ranked transfer group in 2023. Uh, 50, 50 guys uh, have come in according to 247 Sports, uh, which is a, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> that's like, get the hell 50. out of here. Getting thrown out like, yeah, getting thrown out like DJ Jazzy Jeff, man. Um, so, I, but, but, but they are number one and that included five, four stars and a five star. So I am going to, uh, trust that those guys can actually play. Um, despite, you know, I know that the pack ain't the swag, but you're talking about Colorado <laughs> state. That's, that should be a win. I know Arizona state mm-hmm. is at Arizona state, but Kenny Dillingham. 
him as a first-year head coach and he's a young guy. Yep. That's when they should be able to win. Stanford, same situation, Nats at home. And then you have a sort of reloading UCLA slash rebuilding UCLA. You have Arizona at home. You're at Washington State. They're going to find a way to get to four here is my bet. Um, again, four and a half, I would have said hell no. Three and a half, I mean – if, if, if it does not go over three and a half, like what kind of criticism is Dion getting here in terms of oh, the expectations, the reality here? He's going to get crushed, if and that's what's going to happen. He'll they won't run him out of town because they'll they, they they'll give him another year. I'm sure there's a giant. I don't know what the, what the buyout is. I'm sure it's enormous because I'm sure Prime yeah. took care of that. They're not going to run him out of Boulder, but I get. I just don't see them. The problem with so many of these games that they can win is that they're on the road. And Arizona right. State, you mentioned UCLA, Washington State. I think they win one of those, and that's yep. it. And that, you know, Colorado State, I don't want to say is a gimme, but Colorado State is definitely a win. And then it's just about finding that third one. Like, I, two and 10 would not shock me. It would be very disappointing for everyone in Colorado, but two and 10 would not shock me. I just think hey, there's too much, too much that has to come together. I'll be, look, I will be happy to be proven wrong if it goes that way, but yeah. I just don't think it's going to go that way. That's you. You talk about much ado about nothing. If they finish two and 10, oh, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to see Colorado on Fox or nothing. For to your band, two years probation if you can't find a way to get the four wins on this schedule. Come on, man. Urban Urban Meyer came back to Fox quicker than that. Damn, two years. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, he's getting banned for two years, man. Absolutely. All right, Zach. Okay. Chris, this wasn't necessarily the order I expected to go in here, but since uh, sure. you guys just brought it up, let's let's jump right into it. So the highly anticipated Swamp Kings documentary on the 2008 Florida Gators, it has officially arrived. It's on Netflix. And the early reviews, they really haven't been pretty. There have been a lot of missing stories that a lot of people were really excited to hear that were just not there. It was really just hyping up Urban Meyer, hyping up Tim Tebow. It was very disappointing. And this comes not shortly after the Johnny Manziel documentary. So let's go where hell no. Were you disappointed in the Netflix Untold series with Swamp Kings? and Johnny football. John, I'll keep it with you. Uh, so it would be let's go would mean I liked it and hell no would mean I didn't in this instance. Sure. Um, I'm going to be completely transparent. I have a two and a half year old daughter. My <laughs> wife is pregnant. I don't have time to watch things that get crapped on. Right. And this universally, like I pulled up TikTok, I saw Cam Newton crapping on it. And Cam Newton was like the guy they said they 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 didn't cover, you know. And, and Cam was like they didn't do this, they didn't do that, they didn't to cover the Pouncy Twins. Like so many voices were left out of it. So you know, as as the parent of one who's really young and who's a who's a, an absolute heathen around the house, I got to really <laughs> ration my in a million jobs. I got to ration my time. So the answer is hell no. I didn't even give it the time of day after I saw the reviews. Yeah, I'll be honest. I knowing we might talk about it today. I stayed up last night and I had it on while I was doing some other things around the house after everyone else had gone to bed. And it just struck me that much like the Johnny Manziel, I thought the Johnny Manziel one was okay. I watched that a couple days ago. It's okay. The Swamp Kings one, I, I didn't even get through the first episode. And I started to mentally check out because it is, it's an Urban Meyer puff piece. 
That's all it is. And I got no patience for that. We all know what Urban yeah. Meyer was like in Jacksonville. We don't. I, I don't need him built up. I, I want to hear the real nitty-gritty of what was going on in Gainesville. Instead, we get Tim Tebow and we get Urban Meyer. We get the highly glossed over version right. of Florida right. in the mid-2000s. So no thank you. It is a hell no. And this Untold series, I'll be honest, has left me wanting all the way back to the Tim Donahue one last year. Like, we never really got to the bottom of whether other officials were involved in any of this. Right. I mean, it's it's, well, it's alleged by Donahue. Right? Yeah, way. exactly. Yeah. And it, it, it's just it's very interesting to me that you know, if you want – a, a, a highly glossy, kind of like the quarterback series on Netflix. I've got a whole new appreciation for Kirk Cousins after that show, but yeah, yeah. it's all about propping up the main characters rather than actually delving into who and what they are. So it's a hell yeah, no. Yeah. And all the all that money I spent on Com 150 at Penn State just paid off. Okay, speaking of Penn State, their names mm. were in the news. Actually, <laughs> one of your coworkers at 93.7 yes. The Fan in Pittsburgh, and Adam Crowley, morning show host, he said that Penn State is afraid to play Pittsburgh, and that's why we haven't seen a game in this rivalry series in a few years now. So let's go or hell no, Chris. Are you buying what your coworker Adam is selling? Hell no. Adam went to West Virginia, man. He's from he, – he grew up in Pittsburgh, but he then went to West Virginia? I mean, we're lucky he knows how to spell Penn State. Look, this is – and, and Adam's my boy. I'm messing around here. But like the, the, the simple, serious logic of this is laid bare by any Big Ten or SEC team that, quote unquote, dodges a geographical rival of a of a different conference. Right. So I'll use I'll use Pitt and Penn State as the example here, since that's what Crowley brought up the other day. And Penn State is not afraid of. Pitt necessarily, although Pitt ruined their shot at a college football playoff berth in 2016 with a huge win in this series restart. It, what they're afraid of is having an otherwise not perfect season, but you could have a one loss season. You could be a Big Ten champ. If that second loss hits and it's against Pitt, it's against Syracuse, it's against Maryland, it's against BC, uh, Maryland before they joined the Big Ten, it's against for example, this year, West Virginia, who Penn State plays. Those are all geographical rivals that if Penn State mm -hmm. schedules more than one, they're putting themselves at risk, great risk, right. of not only having to run the table in the Big Ten East now and win a conference championship game, but you can't have any losses. And I think this holds true for teams in the SEC as well, who people get mad that they schedule multiple cream puffs from you know the Sun Belt or the SWAC or wherever it may be. They're, do they're doing good financial work on building their schedule because the best option for them and their football team and their athletic department, John, is to make as much money as possible. You make more money the deeper you go, i.e. into the college football playoff. And so, hell no. Penn State's not scared of Pitt. They're just scared of screwing up their schedule and not having a better chance of getting into the college football playoff. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, yeah, I totally agree with you. I mean, look at look at what college athletics is now with realignment. I mean, all these mm -hmm. rivalries are getting lost the wayside because of of the money and the dollar. And I think this is really no different. It's a business decision. You know, it's what do I get out of it? Um, because I have the upper hand. I have I have more to offer than you. 
Penn State just does. I mean, it's just a fact. Whether that's yeah. Penn State Pitt, whether it's, you know, uh, here I'm here in Memphis, Memphis, Tennessee, Memphis Ole Miss in the area. Whoever has mm-hmm. the upper hand has the leverage here. And if they don't have anything to gain from it and only something to lose, it makes no sense for them to do it. It's not about being scared. It's about business savvy. And I think that I know that sucks for the other team, you know, yes. but it's just the reality of the situation. Oh, is a Pittsburgh guy who grew up in Pittsburgh but went to Penn State. I'd love to see them play every year. I'd love to see Pitt, Penn State, West Virginia all play each other every single year, all being within three hours of each other. But it's just yeah. not financially logical. All right. Uh, a, a fun inaugural game of let's go or hell no. Thank you to producer Zach for getting us up and running here on week zero. Week zero Great may job. not mean anything to some of you. Yes, but it means a lot to us.